This is the Ayur What Now podcast, in which Mary Thompson and Jerry Thompson explore Ayurvedic principles and make them easy to understand so that you can benefit from this amazing health science. We're glad you're here. In this session, we will be talking about the elements according to Ayurvedic medicine and introduce the first of the five elements, earth. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, this is Mary Thompson, and this is Ayur What Now? And I am here with my brother, Jerry Thompson, and we are talking about Ayurveda for every person. So Jerry, last week we talked, um, I guess, about the what we call the pairs of opposites. Do you want to give us some kind of recap yeah. or let us know what's going on? Yeah, well, we talked about the pairs of opposites, uh, uh, some of the uh, uh, foundations, I guess, of our Ayurveda. <laughs> But it was just sort of, again, finding, trying to find that balance that we talked about, um, I think, in the first and second lec- lecture uh, of the yeah, dosha and, and going through that. And I think you mentioned there's as many as 10 that we'll be covering um, as we go forward of mm-hmm. uh, trying to think of yourself and, and, and um, seeing whether you're more um, moist or uh, than you need to be or, or you're, you're maybe you have dry skin or uh, your skin's not dry, your hair's dry or oily, uh, uh, things of that nature. When I think of myself, I, I know as an um, adolescent and a young man, I had a real problem with acne, and I imagine that would make me more on the moist side, that I had more uh, oils, and mm-hmm. my hair get oily, uh, and, and maybe I was out of balance there, or at least I, I went that direction on mm-hmm. these uh, things. So I, I guess, uh, if I'm summing this up right, uh, what Ayurvedic uh, practice looks at is these uh, 10 different factors and trying to keep them in balance and what you can do and, and recognize in yourself. And that helps with uh, keeping you healthy. Mm-hmm. Is that a good uh, summary? I think that's a really great summary. And then something I want to add to it a little bit is like mm-hmm. we come in and like you're pointing out his, of your own history, we come in and we already bring some of these qualities. Maybe I tend to run cold. I'm cold all the time. Mm, and then I look then mm. in the wintertime when it's cold outside, I'm going to have more of a problem. It's like, it mm. makes it worse. So I have to be really aware during that season mm. to keep myself warmer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that may be a genetic issue because yes. I, <laughs> I, I, I give, uh, and gives me a hard time because I look and if the temperature, the high for the day is below 70 degrees, I'm putting on long underwear. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the curse of growing up in Santa Clara Valley. I think yeah. You know, yeah. people talk about whether we are growing up. It's like never mm-hmm. below 60, never over yeah. 80. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Only 1% of the time. Yeah. Right. Almost. It was perfect weather. And mm-hmm. so, but I, I get it. And so I, and you're being really smart Ayurvedically to say, oh, how can I make sure I stay warm enough? Cause I'm a colder mm-hmm. person or I run colder. I always use the example, I'll say, you know, this person who's cold would never go to the movies in the summertime in shorts. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I've made that mistake before. It's like <laughs> never again. the air conditioning so, so incredible. Whereas there's a lot of people who run hot and they're like, where am I going to go today? I'm going to the movies and I'm going to have that air conditioning blasting, blasting me yeah. and I'll be real comfortable. Yeah, do a double feature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so one of the principles of Ayurveda I wanted to mention when we talk about these pairs of opposites is they say, you know, like increases like, and opposite reduces. So if I'm too hot, then I want to do things to cool myself down. Or if I'm too cold, I want to do things to heat myself up. Because Mm -hmm. when I bring myself back to that state of balance, 
then I'm going to have greater longevity, I'm going to have greater health, and now I can go out and explore the world and have fun and align with my purpose, and I don't get stuck at home, um, not leaving the house because it's too cold outside or too hot outside. Mm -hmm. And then, and that goes with all these pairs of opposites, and this is where it becomes a little bit tricky because you think, oh, I have to consider I'm cold and I'm heavy and I'm dry mm -hmm. and I'm mm -hmm. stable. And like, how do I balance all of these things? Okay. And uh, that's where it becomes, I think, trickier is we're looking at individuals and saying, how can we balance this? Mm -hmm. and, and I want to come back around to what you were sharing about having some acne when you were a teenager. Right. Is then you have what you brought to the table, your own degree of possible oiliness or coldness mm -hmm. and, and everything going on. But then there were the outside factors of, well, I guess a teenage, then you got the outside, the internal factor that's an outside factor of increased testosterone. Mm -hmm. And then you get the foods you're exposed to and the stresses you're under and all these other, the season of the year, all these other factors that are going to pile on top of that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so we're always trying just to balance. And I was talking to someone yesterday and she's trying to create balance after having a child. And, um, you know, she's got, she's got the infant. She also has a six-year-old, a nine-year-old, and they've got some home stresses. And, and oh, it's just yeah. like, there's everything, you know, mm -hmm. where do you find the time to do self-care when you've got all this stuff going on? Mm -hmm. And so she was really being very mindful, but feeling very frustrated that she wasn't creating more balance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I want to piggyback on top of this. So last time I talked about how Ayurveda is said to be a divine science, meaning that the, that there were some people who either went into meditation or they received this information. They said, this is the way it is. And mm -hmm. these were called rishis, which is just a term for smart guys. Um, okay. I guess there's lots okay. of definitions for it, but that's the one I'm going to use. And they were trying to introduce these principles to people in a way that the people would understand what they were talking about. So they came back all the time to states of nature. And they looked at you know, everything has a temperature somewhere on that temperature spectrum, or everything has a weight or a mass, or it has a degree of fluidity. And they began to kind of look at the world through those lenses of those pairs of opposites. And then as they did that, they began to see that sometimes some qualities, some of those pairs of opposite qualities showed up more often together. And so when they saw those coming up more often together or what their influence was, they gave them the names that we're using the term elements. Yeah. And one of the things I think is really tricky with Ayurveda is when we talk about an element, we're, we're using terms that you're really familiar with, air, fire, water, earth. Right. But it's beyond that because it's really the idea of the element rather than the substance of the element itself. Mm -hmm. So when I say an element, it's kind of what in nature showed up with a lot of these same qualities and had certain ways of behaving. And it's what makes up the environment around us. Everything around us is made up of these elements. So an element is kind of a building block of nature, a, uh, one aspect of nature uh, as it is expressed and I'm hoping that when I talk about the five elements that Ayurveda recognizes that it's uh, that term becomes more understandable. Sometimes I think I'm talking about something so esoteric, I'm not really sure I'm yeah. getting my point across. 
Yeah, that, that's that's kind of how it is for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> but but basically, it's 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 what's outside of us, right? And 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 it's it, it, it's what uh, what's outside of us that affects us, right? And it's okay. it's also what's inside of us and what makes us up. So when you talked about being um, having more moisture, then that would mm -hmm. represent how much water you present with. Or mm -hmm. I bring a lot of dryness to the table, and so mm -hmm. I would have less of that element. Okay, so when we were talking about the uh, hot and cold, uh, the, the moist and dry, and the uh, stable or mobile, uh, uh, those those issues that we um, it's that that's who we are, and mm -hmm. then there's things outside of us that affects that, mm -hmm. and those are the elements. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, and the term element, when we use an element, I, as I said, like we're familiar with air, fire, water, earth, but yeah. it's an idea that is the element. And so it's not necessarily its physical form. And that's going to okay. make more sense in the next thing I'm going to say. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yes, it's, not, it's not making a lot of sense yet. Okay. okay. So I'm going to start with earth because I think that's probably the grossest and the most obvious, the easiest to kind of understand this earth element. Earth being a planet or Earth being dirt? Earth being an idea. Good question. An idea. <laughs> it's Earth being the idea <laughs> okay. that it's stable and it's solid. So Earth as a planet is Earth element. It's it's stable. It's solid. Mm -hmm. It changes relatively slowly over time. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, there okay. certainly are things that can affect change, but that's going to be an element that changes faster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, now we can look at everything. This is where it gets to, it's an idea, not necessarily a certain substance is I'm looking around myself and I pick up, this is just a little case. It's solid. It's stable. If I threw it in the landfill, it's going to last for probably thousands of years. <laughs> so yeah. this is earth element. Okay. Now it's yeah. made up of plastic. It's not mm -hmm. earth. If I think earth is soil or earth is earth, yeah. Yeah. then I'm uh, going to be arguing with myself. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I understand. Okay, so if you think in your mind, it is, go ahead. It is from the earth. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, a byproduct or a product, I guess, of petroleum that's a fossil that's, fuel. Uh, that's, you know, that's a good point. Is there things uh, of the earth? That's, I'm not going to, I'm I not going to go down, I'm not going to go down I, that rabbit I think hole. you'd have to go, you'd have to go to a meteorites or something. <laughs> <laughs> and see, and that would be earth elements. So everything mm, that is solid okay. and stable over time. Okay. Would be considered earth element. Okay. And so if I'm looking at nature, when we look at things that are earth element, they tend to be cold. They don't generate their own heat. Now, okay. if, I had, if I had a rock, it's going to be cold. If I left it in the sun, it could heat oh, yeah. up, sure. but it's not going to heat itself up. It's not mm -hmm. going to, I mean, now certainly there are some things like maybe uranium, which might yeah, heat themselves yeah. oh, up, yeah, but yeah. for the most part, earth is going to be cold. Okay. And earth is considered heavy mm -hmm. because it's going to have more weight to it. I could, I, it's got a, a gross mm -hmm. manifestation and so I could weigh it and it's heavy. Mm -hmm. Earth tends to be dry. Now I could have add water to earth and I get mud and things, but the earth itself, it doesn't impart right. its own water. So then water is not earth. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah. we've got earth is solid objects mm -hmm. that, uh, uh, and part of nature. If it's man-made, it's not necessarily considered to be earth, but mm -hmm. yeah, um, would would a clay pot that was fired would that be considered earth still? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. 
So anything that is relatively unchanging in its in its form over time. So if you think about the body, because it's all we're yeah. always going to come back to the body. Can you think what parts of the body have that kind of solid density relatively well, unchanging? Uh, the bones, I mm-hmm. suppose, they have a lot of calcium that uh, um, put them in the category of being like a, a rock, I suppose, mm-hmm. or solid. Yeah, okay. right. As so, opposed to the other soft tissue. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So bones, teeth, like Mm -hmm. hair, maybe. Oh, okay. Okay. Changes pretty slowly. (laughs) (laughs) Nails. I mean, we can, we can change it. We can cut it and and grow it out or color it or things like that. But the, the hair shaft doesn't change. Like, so now that's going to, your hair, although it's part of your body is also considered to be earth. Yes. Okay. Okay. This, this, this is a, uh, a challenging concept. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what we do is we kind of back up and think your body's made up of all five elements. Okay. So okay. the parts, so that's one of them. yeah. So the parts of your body that are relatively unchanging over time mm-hmm. have kind of a form and a structure. I actually mm-hmm. really like you brought in mineralization because mm-hmm. that you could look at, I know they do, um, tests for what's going on in the body by doing taking hair yeah, and they yeah, see what analysis. degree of yeah, yeah. hair analysis that's what it's called yeah, yeah. and so it's relatively unchanging mm-hmm. it's going to hold things and so it's going to be real stable as opposed to like you mentioned soft tissue that's got a lot of water in it yeah that doesn't mm-hmm. it also doesn't change very quickly it's probably got earth and water but it's going to have um more of a adaptability to it like organs like the liver has got mm-hmm. a lot of fluidity yeah. to it mm-hmm. So we think about elements, it's elements make up everything. They make up our body and they make up everything that's around us. Okay. So, so I, I, in chemistry, the, uh, uh, the element chart being mm-hmm. uh, earth, of course. And, uh, and then we're looking at those elements as uh, some are dry and hard, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. So I went to the ones that the qualities we talked about. So the earth would be, it would be cold. And it would okay. be heavy and it would be dry and it okay. would be stable. But when I'm talking about the elements, we're always going to relate them back to those pairs of opposites mm-hmm. because then we could say, what if I become too stuck, too stable, too unchanging, then I could cultivate less earth element or I could include less earth element in my food and my lifestyle. So when we think about yeah, that's, the, that's a hard one to swallow there. Right? Yes. I think the biggest challenge is because yeah. we think of earth as soil or as dirt or as sure. something that's got form, whereas anything that makes you more stable, mm-hmm. um, stable, dry, heavy, and cold would be a possible earth element. So if I think of foods, things that have a lot of earth element in it would be root vegetables, okay. um, legumes like beans mm-hmm. and dolls or lentils, those have a lot of earth element. Oh. It's like, it's got yeah. poof, a lot of form to it. As opposed to a watermelon? As, excellent. Yeah, as opposed <laughs> to a watermelon. has a lot yeah. of water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay. But it's got okay. a lot of kind of a lightness to it. If I was to eat nothing but watermelon, I'm going to feel lighter and lighter. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be a part mm-hmm. of it. That if something makes me feel heavy and dull, then that's going to be something that would probably have a lot more earth element in it okay. if something's going to make me feel kind of active it's probably got more of a different element something that's more activating okay well i i'm i'm ready to learn more about that but it doesn't have it's not okay. really sinking in too much but it does sound like if things are well, 
the, the root vegetables really worked well with the earth. That's, uh -huh. that's, where, that's where they're getting a lot of their nutrients. I, I, of course, everything's getting the nutrients from the soil, I suppose. Mm -hmm. it, it just seems so much more direct. Um, with the uh, beans, I was uh, a little looser on it, but it's because the, uh, um, the food's more dense. Mm -hmm. uh, but then uh, um, animal products, meat, and, oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, dairy and cheese, would they be... Uh, uh, would they be from the earth too? Or is it because it comes from something warm that it doesn't have the same effect? Well, I like this question. You're actually bringing in some really good points. The, the meat, definitely the dairy, the, um, those are going to have yeah. their mm -hmm. Yep, eggs, the high protein things have got a lot of earth to them. Typically they provide a lot of stability and structure in the body. Okay, even though, opposed, even though they come from a warm area. Mm -hmm. uh, even though they come animal. from something that's living, it's still, because okay, you look okay. at the quality of the thing and what is the impact okay. it's going to have on your body. So, so now at this point, I have a hard time being able to differentiate. Of course, we only talk about one thing yet, right. uh, uh, something that's from the earth. And, and, and it seems like, oh, we pretty much covered everything. <laughs> <laughs> You got, you got beans, we got steak and pork and chicken. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, not a lot of vegetables, and, though. Oh, and, not a lot of, oh, not a lot of vegetables. Right, okay, because, because like the, the root vegetables, root vegetables, yes, but the things that are kind of the things that are accessible in the summertime or greens and things like that, they've got a, uh, this gets tricky because they got a little bit of earth because I got the minerals. But if I was to eat nothing but greens, yeah. I'm not going to build a lot of tissue. I'm not going to build a lot of density in my body. I'm going to get lighter and lighter. But Whereas beans if I was, don't, yeah, beans aren't greens. Uh, you're talking about lettuce, I guess. Yeah, I'm assuming uh, gra greens like and spinach kale. and kale and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so then it's going to actually lead me to being lighter and lighter and less stable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so if a person... It's so more mobile. Yes. Wow, yeah. you are good. You are putting it together. <laughs> Yes. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad you feel that way. I still, I'm still, uh, mm -hmm. I'm still uh, a sponge trying to pull it in. Okay. But that's, okay. that's good. That lets me see different directions I need to come from, which is really, yeah, which yeah. is really good. important. So when we look at an element in Ayurveda, we're looking at the idea behind the element and it's okay. so, and something that is, has a lot of earth is going to create stability. Okay. Okay, so it's going to create kind of a foundation and tissue and stableness in the body. And that's going to be where the, I think where the sticking point comes a lot of times with the elements is we want earth to be earth, but everything that has stability and contributes to your stability is earth element. Okay, so earth element contributes to stability mm -hmm. and it comes from things that are cold except for living uh, uh, animals like and the protein well i guess this is a good way to think about it okay. that if i think of uh meat dairy and things like that that they came from a living source correct but if i have the milk on my counter in a glass is mm -hmm. it going to create heat by itself no no it needs the living source to that so it the milk itself is cold okay even though it came from something warm so the milk has got the earth element to it. Now okay. the cow, mm -hmm. the cow has got all five elements. It's got its bone structure. It's got its, all the parts of it that are stable. That would be its earth element. It's mm -hmm. got its watery components, which is all the fluids that are running through sure. it. The fiery components that make the metabolism, mm -hmm. the air components that allow for movement. So it, so it's, it has all these elements that are there. 
And when I take the milk from it, then I'm just taking one substance. Okay. And okay. Okay. So, so then uh, um, the same way that the cow has five elements, people have five elements too, because there's not really that much difference from a cow and a person except uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the metabolism. Yeah. So that's, the, so we look at the substance, like you look at the meat, the meat by itself doesn't have any heat to it. It's when it's the meats on the cow, it's got lots of heat to it. Okay. And then, and so then when we have the meat, it doesn't have heat to it. And then what, and it's an earth element, the meat. It's more, it, it increases earth element in us. And that's because of the protein or? Well, it's because of the qualities. It's, the it's qualities. again, see, Ayurveda was really coming back down to those qualities. It's the qualities that the meat has as being cold okay. and heavy and stable. Now, cold, heavy, stable. Right. Okay. Now, the thing with milk is milk kind of bridges the gap. It brings in two elements at one time, and that's what makes it a little bit even more confusing. So this was our first foray into an understanding of the principle in Ayurveda that is the elements. And the elements are the building blocks of everything in the universe. So they are found in our bodies. We show up with the earth, the water, the fire, the air, and an element I have definitely not mentioned, ether, because that's Mm -hmm. just kind of the space. It's the most difficult of the five elements to understand. And that's why I don't like to start with it. So far, so far, I think the earth is the most difficult of elements, but I don't know about the other four. Oh, yeah. Wait till I get to water. Okay. <laughs> really be stuck. So okay. with Ayurveda, the elements are an idea. They're an idea. Okay. And the, the, the idea behind the element of earth, or it's stable. Okay. So it's the parts the of our body stable. that are stable, the mm-hmm. parts around us in the environment that are stable, the mm-hmm. things that increase stability in our bodies mm-hmm. or our minds and the things yeah. that increase stability in our lives, these would all be called earth element. Okay. And then earth element doesn't necessarily have to be food, but some foods are an earth element. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then the things that are just sort of solid and not producing heat, right? they are the earth elements. Mm-hmm. And, and would it be fair to say that the majority of um, things are earth elements? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Any, to start. Yeah. Anything that has shape over time yeah. and is not fluidic is mm-hmm. going to have a lot of earth element in it. Yeah. yeah. And so, and that's one thing we could do is, is say it's not necessarily that it is earth element, but it has earth element. Like my my little insulated container here. Yeah. Yeah. It's all earth element. Okay. That, that drinking water. So that's yeah. all earth element. It's got mm-hmm. metal in it, and it's uh, right. Yeah. And and then and people, not, even that. Now, when you talked about the plastic at the beginning, mm-hmm. is that not an earth element because it's made well, artificially it out of uh, petroleum products? So if I was looking at identifying the things around me that are earth element, uh-huh. everything I can see, everything I can touch and mm-hmm. that is dry because I have to yeah. separate it from water. But if I can touch sure. it and experience it, um, I can experience it really with all five of my senses. I can see it. I can smell it. I could, mm-hmm. I could take a bite of it and taste it. Those are, when I have earth element, it's kind of got a little bit of all sensory experience, but it's, it maintains it all in kind of a stable form. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I think I'm getting it. I'll know better on our, <laughs> how much I've got. And I come up with questions on our next podcast. Okay. okay. I think that's great because we do have uh, this uh, elemental theory or element theory, the five element theory, it's kind of foundational and okay. it is tricky is I, I, I forget how tricky it is because it's 
it's yeah, such a basis exactly. of everything I understand beyond this. But I like the questions that you're bringing up and to really get a deeper understanding that the things that we take in could increase our earth element, could make us more stable, mm -hmm. or they could make us less stable. And that could yeah. be stable physically or stable mentally. Okay. Good deal. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, finding out about the other elements coming forward and, and getting a, a more solid understanding of the solid things in life, I guess, the earth <laughs> elements. <laughs> Okay. That's it in the, the solid things in life. So thank you, okay. Jerry, for being with me again today and oh, yeah, for your great, great questions and your willingness to learn and to listen and to figure all this stuff out. Yeah, I love it. I love Good. it. Good. Okay. See you next week. Okay. Thank you. This is Mary Thompson and I are what now? And signing <laughs> off. Bye-bye. Bye now. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash I are what now. You can always find us for free wherever you find your podcasts. And remember to subscribe so you'll have access to the latest episodes. We're glad you're here.